Hello, my name is Leanne Lynch. I live my life using the tools in my work as a psychotherapist and the messages from my soul. Welcome to My Soul Called Life. And welcome back. Welcome to my podcast, My Soul Called Life. You're here with Leanne Lynch. So today I thought I would do a follow-up on last week's podcast and um, on our emotions and feelings and how our feelings can be messages from our soul. And I suppose I'll give you a little bit of background on this because I have spent, I was 20 four I think when my trauma was triggered I was away traveling at the time and all of my trauma came up at the one time and from the outside this looked like depression you know when I go through the symptoms the symptoms all um, resemble a, a medical diagnosis of depression of crying um, anxiety, sleeping too much, not sleeping at all, change in eating habits. Uh, I was probably drinking more alcohol at the time too. Um, but in that, during that time, I was also aware and I had a sense of that this was more than just a medical diagnosis of depression. It was more than this title or this label. For me, it felt like a real personal journey where I was instantly catapulted back to some really painful memories during that time and what happened is they all came up at once and so I felt completely overwhelmed and I didn't really know which where to even start. So when I came home from traveling I went to therapy and began to train as a therapist and it was really to understand my own personal journey at the time, to understand what, what was happening for me. And from there, uh, and from being in therapy, I became to really listen to myself, listen to my body, listen to what felt really good for me at the time, what felt I was, what I felt I was able for at the time, and really trusting in that. And at times that was going against cultural norms. Um, and, you know, again, I didn't, I didn't take medication. It's not that I'm against medication because medication can be a really wonderful support if you're going through something along with the talking, along with the emotional support of somebody. Um, so it was from there that I really began to talk in therapy and in my course, I began to speak, I found my voice, I began to speak about all the things that were, were coming up for me, the pain, the trauma. And at the time I had, I hadn't realized how significant and how much of an impact these things had on me as a person. Um, and how much they've actually how the emotional part within me had had not been nourished or um nourished or um had been neglected how I had neglected this within myself and it also had not been modeled to me in any way so this piece so therapy allows this piece in myself to really develop this emotional piece this this piece about becoming 
friends with all of my emotions that all of them were okay that I could feel anger and I could feel rage and I could feel hate and I could feel fear and they didn't actually define me as a person this didn't mean that there was something wrong with me and even during that time you know maybe I it was labeled a breakdown that I was experiencing as well and for me even back then I really didn't feel it as a breakdown I felt it was a regression of some sort a regression to these parts of me that I hadn't taken the time to really tend to that just seemed to flood and come up at once and in it for me was a huge amount of growth to be able to sit with all of these parts of me and this allowed me to progress and I really call it that time you know I, I did a post around this that my depression was regression for progression you know because you know thinking back it was my body was ready my body felt really safe and safety is an important component in healing or being with any sort of emotions because when the body feels safe it is only then that it will allow some of these feelings to come up to the surface it will allow myself to have access to these things and even if it feels overwhelming or something that I can't handle in that moment it is because on some level that I am actually safe and that's so important that safety piece and so where was I going with that <laughs> I've lost my train of thought because I was talking and speaking about the safety about that yes so my body knows so for me the soul is housed within the body and our body knows in advance what what is coming towards us this is from our soul our soul knows what's coming ahead it knows the next steps that are coming within us you know the heart math institute has has they have um they have research that our heart actually receives the information first and our heart actually transfers that to our minds to our brain to translate it into some sort of logic but it's the heart that actually receives this this vibration this energetic vibration within us and again for me the the soul our soul knows what's ahead of us and so in order for us to be ready for the steps ahead we need to our soul will release some some parts within us that we don't need anymore so back then this trauma that i had and um, whatever you know it's ancestral it's also childhood stuff it's also my mother's my father's my grandparents it's all of that combined within one and some of and it's cultural the cultural conditioning the um the depersonalizing of the self really in order to fit into the cultural domination to follow rules to to conform um, in some sort of way so so for me these are the all the parts that I had and when I conform or when I hold trauma within me these elements they're not really mine they're not my true self they're not my soul self and but they have been protecting me you know so this is survival so in order for me to survive as a child 
I may have, uh, you know, through my parenting, through how my parents parented me, they would parent me in such a way that they were parents in order for me to ensure my survival. This is survival of the fittest. I also received um, ancestral trauma. You know, there's some sort of, you know, with epigenetics, it's amazing science research at the moment. And and in some parts, they have discovered that we hold within us the trauma, the ancestral trauma within our cells, within our bloods from 13 generations back. So can you imagine 13 generations back? You know, I, I don't even know when it is, but even my parents and my grandparents generation. So my grandparents' childhood, right, would would have looked completely different to my childhood growing up. But they would have their information of their experience, their unresolved trauma would have be passed through my mother to me and uh, things that would have happened during their childhood, during the times that they grew up in, which I would not have needed during my own childhood. You know, there's a lot of research um, done in the past on victims of the Holocaust or Holocaust survivors. And they have tested through cortisol um, that their children and their grandchildren carry the same high levels of cortisol within their system. Uh, and this is what happens. You know, our ancestors will pass on this unresolved trauma to us. In order for us to prepare in preparation that if something were to happen again and then the body knows when this is actually safe to release. So the pain that I feel within me when I'm healing will not just be mine, will be my ancestors as well, because I will be the one to reduce or dissolve some of that being passed on to my own children, because they if I don't need it, then they don't need it as well. So I hope that kind of makes sense. So so true the cells, but this also happens through how my parents responded to me as children. Um, you know, so they would for protection and for safety, they instill the way they were parented or their from their own experience, again, their own traumas. And um, because when we're parents, we actually and this may be another podcast as well. But I'm going to roll with this because I really trust in the process <laughs> and this feels like it's ready to come up. So when we're parents, we our own trauma is actually triggered when we see and when we and um, we identify with our children. So what happens when our trauma is triggered, we will respond to our children from that place of trauma until unless we actually heal it. And then that kind of dissolves. We're able to respond to our children from from fresh eyes from eyes of seeing who they really are versus eyes of our own trauma so parenting is a wonderful portal and pathway to heal as well and to heal the ancestral our ancestral lineage for trauma as well within ourselves when we heal that within ourselves we would dissolve that and reduce what our own children need to carry within themselves so get they get to be more of who they actually are too versus um survival you know i think it's when they, when we parent from this place of survival it is the condition is cultural conditioning it is our own trauma and it's also our ancestral trauma as well 
So back to, so the body knows when it feels safe, when we're ready to release some of that trauma. Because remember this, this cultural conditioning, the trauma, our own trauma, our own childhood trauma and our ancestral trauma has been part of our survival. And when we get to a stage when we, we feel actually safe, our body and our soul will let that come up will allow that come to the surface and it's more than likely going to come up with some sort of pain it's it's not going to be pretty it's going to be painful right because that's what trauma is and the healing is within that is is to feel that pain it is to feel that anger that rage and when we're in the throes of our own healing we're we whatever it is that we're healing is magnified it's completely magnified and we see this everywhere. I remember going through my own healing and it's just everywhere. And, you know, it really, we're very sensitive to whatever it is that the theme or the pattern in which we are healing will come up to the surface to really feel into those feelings. That anger, that hate, that rage, that grief, that loss, the sadness, the snots and the tears, they all have a place. And this is the bodies, the shaking, the laughing, you know, laughing is such a wonderful healing component as well, the way the body naturally heals itself. And our children have that natural capacity because they have, um, they're closer to their soul self. So they have that, they're closer to their body, their natural body, and they, they have that within ourselves, uh, within themselves. And they usually um, know how to heal themselves. But because of our conditioning or sometimes a misunderstanding or again, a survival, you know, some of those, um, some of how we respond, they, they begin to lose those natural components. Like crying is such an amazing healing. Uh, the way the body heals, you know, they've done experiments on our tears and when we cry from a place of emotion our tears actually are have a different components than when we cry from let's say an onion um and the um, the stress hormone cortisol it it is um it, it has been found in our tears so this is our body's natural way of releasing waste the waste of that cortisol that's that stress hormone within the body and children have this ability from they were from their babies. They have this way of crying, as first of all a way of communication, but second of all as a way of um, of releasing their emotions, the the, the overwhelm or, or whatever they've. They're so sensitive. They any information they've received through the day that they don't actually need, they release that through the crying. And because we have been, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, you know, that crying has been, you know, I need to do something about this crying and that the healing elements had been lost for me. Even with my own children, I felt when they cried that they were looking for it was a need and I needed to meet this need within them. And if I wasn't meeting this need that that I was, you know, failing in some sort of way or that I was inadequate when I did not understand that the other component of their crying was a healing part and just to allow the crying and be with the crying and that I didn't need to do anything. And this, you know, just this felt, I just felt so much relief that the pressure somehow was taken off me that I didn't always need to do anything. I just needed to 
be there and hold their hands and, you know, give them love as they were really healing themselves, you know, because that's what the crying is. It's, it's like this natural form of healing in the moment with their parents. Like, how amazing is that, that gift? And so when we do this for our children, you know, allowing their tears to come up as well, they get to stay connected to their soul self, to their, their true self as much as possible. You know, it's not always possible to do this 100%, but here we are. We're just starting the trends. We're starting this amazing passion. And this is thanks to our ancestors, because again, the safety component is so important. And it's because of the evolution of my family that I really get into the nishi grishy of the emotional loss within uh, that my parents have experienced, that my grandparents have experienced all down the line. I'm the one that gets to heal that to really stay connected to my soul self, to my to my authentic self, because they have done this incredible, amazing work to and survival of my family line through the practical and you know it's because I have access to a really good health system to vast quantities of food I've had you know this amazing educational opportunities as well you know these were all really important uh, elements for my family to to work towards and and because they have done that I get to really be with the detail and the loss of the detail of the authentic self from survival to thriving you know so I'm so grateful for them but some of my losses will come up with this anger for my um my anger towards my parents and the anger towards my grandparents and this is really important too my own children have this anger towards me this hatred towards me, this rage towards me for a number of reasons. And all of that is allowed to be felt. And the more okay I am with, you know, I am okay with my own hate and rage towards my parents. That It's not personal to them, but it's to do with my own losses. But, you know, my children experience losses for me as well. And, and that's okay. I'm not going to ever meet their needs 100%. First of all, it's impossible. But also, it's, it's not what they need. Part of, they are their own separate people as well. And I can only meet a certain amount of needs for them until they begin to feel ready to go move out into the world and to begin some, meeting some of those needs within themselves or meeting people in the world who are going to meet them within themselves because of who they actually are and because of their journey. And so part of my job is to be able to be with some of those feelings so they can actually stay connected to their authentic self whilst moving out into the world. Like it really is such powerful work to be with our emotions. And to be able to welcome our children's and embrace our children's emotions as well. And, and knowing that there's actually nothing wrong. So when these feelings come up within me, sometimes I may not understand them myself. You know, through all the training and all the experience that I have working with clients and my own journey, I don't always understand what it means. And I notice in the, my lack of understanding that sometimes that comes with fear. And it can be slow as well because I I don't understand what this means. And in understanding the fear 
I'm able to welcome it a little bit more easily. But with the lack of understanding, there's there's a fear. So I've so as I'm working through emotions or healing, I'm also working through fear. And that makes this journey sometimes a little bit slower because that fear element is protecting me. And that fear means that I will just slow down a little bit. And fear is part of protection as well. So I think I could do a podcast on fear alone. And what my experience of really diving into fear um, has the information, I think the wisdom that I've come, that I've experienced from just diving in myself. Because with fear like that, then the fear, my natural inclination with fear is to leave my body is to run away from fear and it's only in in the healing it's actually in listening to the fear what is this fear saying to me what is this you know what are my emotions saying to me what messages do they want me to hear because remember if I have this belief that my soul is sending me messages through my feelings through my emotions then I really want to look at and embrace my emotions to really understand what is this saying? What is this feeling saying? It may not be just about healing. It may be about taking action. It may be about, you know, being in the moment. My emotions are messages and they're telling me something. And in embracing them and listening to them and being with them and sitting with them, I get to really understand what it is. And that's that happens within the stillness sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't it doesn't need because sometimes my soul or my body is screaming at me through my emotions, communicating with me. Fear sometimes is a natural element of that because I'm because this has not been modeled to us. This this embracing of our emotions in fact it has been the opposite we've been trained to really really dismiss our emotions you know through ways in which i i run away from my feelings through focusing on others through helping others through eating through busy through exercise you know um through running away from my emotions uh going to my head you know thinking and listen to my thoughts when sometimes it's actually my body sometimes it's it's my emotions and in coming back to my body and feeling my emotions I I connect with my soul self with my authentic self and feeling all those feelings um so and knowing that they're okay that there's nothing actually wrong with me that I, that I'm not having experience in a breakdown that maybe this is a breakthrough. Maybe I need support. You know, sometimes when these feelings get too big, I may need support. I may need to go to someone who will listen to me, who will a safe space, who will just allow all of these feelings to be heard for me to understand that is this uh, to understand what they're saying? Am I healing something here? Do I need something? Is this a message of of me needing something? Um, and how can I communicate this need? How can I meet this need within myself? How can I ask someone to, if I can't do it, how, how can I ask someone to meet this need for me? And, you know, it's, again, it's, it's like, right, these, this is a message. This is my soul, my soul or my body letting something go, communicating to me through my emotions. 
and and for me welcoming and really trusting in the process trusting that this emotion that I'm feeling is coming up because I need it right now I either need to release it or I need to understand what it's saying I need to listen to find out what this is actually saying for me you know because again anger I'm thinking of anger here because anger is my you know, is my no, it's my boundary, it's my power. When I listen into anger, it usually means no, I didn't like when that happened. I don't want that to happen again. And it's like, no, this is no for me. You know, fear again, it's like fear is so is protection, you know. This I don't need protection right now. Maybe I need to take some action. Maybe I'm not ready. It can be about readiness as well. Your steps ahead into the path that you're you're taking where there's no map for. Um, you know, these are just gorgeous rage and this hate. This hate is is so important, so important for our kids to when I disown my hate, I project it then onto somebody else, somebody I can project it to, somebody more vulnerable. Like hate is is to do with power over power and powerlessness. Like these are all really important to um to healing the the authentic self or moving away from power and control that internal power and control within ourselves and and moving towards more wholeness more compassion this love this natural person who we actually are now i just want to check in i can feel myself actually getting tired and my my head is getting tired so i'm wondering if um if i've really said enough for now and um let me just listen in for now. Yes, I think now it's just time to be with myself. I think that I've spoken enough. So I really want to thank you so much for listening in. And, you know, if you ever have any questions about what I what I am saying, um, I really invite you to to come and message me and um, I welcome your curiosity, your questions and uh, I look forward to um, to hearing from you and look forward to my next podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye-bye.